Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It is I, Brian, on this special Last Call edition of the program. I'm joined tonight by Parker up in Tulsa. Parker, how are you doing? Excellent, thank you. All right. And my lovely wife, Mrs. Brian, is on the cast tonight. Hi. That's a reggae horn. Yeah, I got that. I don't give a reggae horn to everybody. How Notice. come I don't get Vuvuzelas? God damn it. God damn it. You <laughs> and Frank are the only two who still care about Vuvuzelas <laughs> at this point. I don't even know what it is. You so. remember those things when the World Cup was in South Africa and the entire stadium sounded like it was just a... Uh, oh. Yeah, those are Vuvuzelas. We know this because at our wedding was in the middle of that World Cup and... And a Vuvuzela app was created. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Frank was in heaven. Yeah. It was disturbing. Anyway, yeah, no, you're not going to Vuvuzela, and since Frank doesn't listen to the episode, we won't have to put one in. So, never going to bring it up again. Never bringing up Vuvuzela. We're done. Okay. So, no, I gave you a reggae horn today because our daughter's turning three, so I figured I'd give you a little... There you go. I had a kid. Give you a little elbow. Elbow tap. For all the work I've done? For, for all, the, to get to three. all the work that you allowed me to do for our daughter <laughs> to get to here. You know what I mean? Look, I feel like we're pretty responsible because we have literally made it three years with another human being. Cheers to that girlfriend. Yeah. Excellent. Seriously, what is that? Uh, 1,095 days of keeping a little miniature human being alive. Yeah. So kudos to y'all. And thriving, honestly. I mean, 1,095 yeah. days yeah. of someone crying at me every single day. Yeah, she she has pointed that out, that there has not been a single day in the last three years that someone hasn't been crying in our house. <laughs> yes. Because even... Whether it's you <laughs> crying after sex or her at bedtime. Okay, well, maybe not in the timing of that, but yes. Yes. <laughs> crying tears of joy that I'm not getting cried at at the moment. And then I'm like, God damn it. God damn it. I've ruined I've ruined the streak. Yeah. Well. Dude. It's uh the struggle is real sometimes, man. It really is. I'll yeah, I will take my hat off to y'all. Um we're uh you know, we're sitting at uh I don't know a little over two and a half years into this endeavor and it gets to be pretty trying in these uh <laughs> terrible two years yeah. here. Um seeing that full circle like Jesus Christ. I never knew like such a little human could have such an attitude at such an oh, yeah. young yeah. age. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you know what? I can I can bring this back to the to listeners who don't have kids and like, what the fuck is this going to be? Parent hour? No, it's not. But I can bring it back to your culture and how hey, you have to listen to uh, kids bitching and crying in uh, tap rooms and you know places that like have typically been made like adult dominated over the last couple of decades you know what parents need a goddamn beer too <laughs> so when you see two parents uh with their kid in a in a beer in a brewery tap room and the kid may be a little rambunctious 
Give the goddamn parents a break. They know their kid is being rambunctious. They're trying their best. They need a fucking beer. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on the matter. Just be open and uh, appreciative that they're raising their kid right around alcohol in a responsible way. Hopefully. <laughs> That's right. If the kid is drinking beer, definitely call somebody, though. For sure call somebody. Yeah. <laughs> if the parents have to uh, call an Uber and request a car seat, then you might want to file a report. Yeah. But besides that, <laughs> definitely file a report. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Dude, I, yeah, I, uh, I had mine all day today. The, the wife was at work, and so I had about, you know, 14 hours of awesomeness. And, and during that time, I got pissed on. Um, and I also, um, discovered that my son threw a $200 monitor in the toilet and it is effed. Oh, so no. that's awesome. A little yeah. baby monitor? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. fuck off. I, Dude. uh, Parker, today I was running single dad mode all morning. Yes. Took the, took the little one to dance and, uh, was responsible for getting her ready for her birthday party. So that meant showering her, getting her dressed, getting everything set up and good to go. Now I showered her, she gets out of the shower and she screams at me, I've got to poop! Which when you're dealing with like a freshly potty trained child, you're like, oh shit, we're at DEFCON 9 because this poop is coming out. Hell or high water, it's coming out. So I try to dry her backside off as much as possible and put her on the toilet. And... I said to myself, I really hope she doesn't slide off the toilet. And I had to run out and grab her clothes and like a few other things to get her dressed and ready. I hear the most awful squeaking sound, and then I hear screams. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, let me just tell you that when I walked in, I didn't take a CSI investigation to figure out how she slid off the toilet. And uh, the look of the marks on the wall to know that she hit butt first on the wall when she <laughs> slid off the toilet. So you didn't need Horatio to come in there with the, yeah, with he, the uh, <laughs> fuck black light and like yeah, no. show you the ass cheek prints on the wall. I just, I just looked at the, at the scene before me and I was like, <laughs> well, it looks like this case is going to be a real stinker. It was a pretty classic moment of dadhood. Okay, but you know what? I consider this a win because last time she said she had to poop in the shower, she actually did poop in the shower. The turd came out in the in the shower, and I, well, I was fucking shook. I did not know what to do. I was literally shell shocked when I saw a little brown guy exiting. I thought maybe because you know how it happens sometimes when you think you got a fart and then somebody the fart brings a plus one unannounced and oh, tries yeah. to sneak them through. I think everybody has been there where they've had either a close call or just a full evacuation of the dance floor. Yeah. Uh, unannounced. But, yeah, this one this one was safe today. I mean, I don't think, I don't think we need to have full-on shit discussions uh, at the toddler level, even though Park, well, even though uh, Willem and, and, and Frank will have ad nauseum discussions about poop in the workplace. Oh, yes. Well, Willem, I mean... He's like shit break. He he doesn't he he will drive home from work to <laughs> to relieve himself. But um, so Mrs. Brian, it must really suck being a female and having to go to the bathroom in public places. 
Um, and I'm finding that out more and more with my daughter. Yes. And because she's potty trained now and part of you kind of like misses the diaper days to some extent because I have to go in there and like, I'm not like a complete Howie Mandel germaphobe or anything, but Jesus Christ, some of these places you're like, I wouldn't sit on that for a hundred dollars. Girls' bathrooms yet- are disgusting. It's like I think it's like scientifically proven that a girl's bathroom is grosser than the boys. Yeah, but I you believe have to, that, but, but I'm to... not going in the girls' bathrooms uh, <laughs> quite yet. I, I think that might be frowned upon. Uh, uh, hey, Parker, even at Target, I don't know. There's a bathroom bill that will help you out greatly yes. as long as it passes. You know what I mean? You just <laughs> roll up in there well, in your dress, and then no one can ask a question. That's true, but I, you know, but yeah, some of those places are just like. Uh, uh, I'll hit that lid uh, or that seat with friggin' toilet paper, and you got to make sure to get the little in between space between the at the front of the 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 Dave, the Dave Matthews rim. is what I call it. The space dude, visual. the pube receptacle. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. Oh my gosh! And then you know you, I don't know. I I don't want to make a habit of hovering for the next five years, having to hold like a eighty pound girl or something like over the toilet, but. <laughs> But on the flip side of that, it makes you uh, respect and appreciate places so much more that do have clean restrooms that you oh, can go sure. in and take your child in and feel like they're not going to contract something. Yeah. Yes. Bucky's is that. I always feel safe taking Olivia to Bucky's. Oh, well, yeah. Nice. But that's, I mean, there's four of them across the state of Texas. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not really practical. Quick trip. Quite nice for the most well, part. Well, we're getting a Bucky's right down the street. So I'm not going to Bucky's so our child can pee and poop in public. That's oh, not going to happen. Definitely. Uh, we yeah. got to go to Bucky's. Bucky's is awesome. I'm not stopping anywhere else. Okay. Nowhere else? Not even the house? We just not even the house. Load we up, only go, go at Bucky's. Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> if you got to go, you got to tell me at least 15, 20 minutes in advance. It's going to take us a minute to yep. get there. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Uh, question for you, Mr. Parker. Let's see. What are you drinking this evening? I am drinking a St. Charles Porter. Um, wait. St. Charles Porter? Damn it, no. I was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, by Blackstone Brewing Company. Okay. All right, I it's was confused. Out of Nashville, Tennessee, 5.8%. Sorry, it was, uh, it's one of my beer of the month beers and yeah so i haven't gotten to this one yet but Wait, it's kind of cool you know a, as the as it's getting colder i'm getting some more porters and stouts in and and deepas deepas are good so this yeah. one's a brown porter yeah brown porters are pretty rare my friend not many people make those so that's pretty that's good i like the the variety that they're pumping out there in tennessee you said yeah it's out of nashville is what it says here that's freaking um, awesome Blackstone Brewing Company. And I'm drinking it out of a bottle like a bitch right now, so I can't really show you the coloration of it. Well, that's fine. Uh, I, I, know what a, I know what a porter looks like. Yeah, and a brown but, porter as well. Actually, you know what? I brought... <laughs> I, uh, I did everybody a favor, and I cleared out a whole shelf in our cup cabinet that had <laughs> like 29 different pint glasses. And Mrs. Brian, I know you can uh, sympathize here. Like, you know, yep. how many is too many? And... How many can you actually practically even use for one human being? I can use all of them. And yeah, he, well, he tries. That's I what I thought too. Um, so 
I moved them all up to my uh, what's left of my man cave um, as a small little alcove in our upstairs, which has now become a second playroom. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna grab a pint glass actually right now. So all bear right. with me. Play the elevator music, Brian. That was actually the elevator music song I thought of in my head. I'm pretty sure it's a song that they played. Okay, I've been office. I've been back for like a while now. Oh, sorry, I was really I was in the groove. So I mean, if you need to go again, I I can fill this I can I can fill this thing out. We just play the, the rest oh, of the yeah. hour and fifteen minutes. Just nothing but scat. Scooby doo ba da da ba ba da. Scat. Isn't that like a term for old school pornography too, though? Uh, no, it's actually poop porn. No. Yes. Yeah. Scat. Yep. It's poop. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> so I don't know what well, kind guess... of old porn you were into. <laughs> I, don't know. I guess I got the genre right at least. <laughs> pornography. Uh, the exact niche. At but... the ten thousand foot level, yes, you were correct. But when you get down to the real granular level, when you get into the nuts, the nut, the mm-hmm. nutty gritty, the nuts and the corns. Yeah. Oh God, that's that's disturbing. What does Willem always say? It's I don't know. He has some villain like saying. What does villain always say? I don't know. Uh, did you try to turn it off and turn it back on? He does. Say, he's known uh, yeah. known for saying that, and then he's known yeah. for. He's built a profession around that. He's done this as well. Oh, puppy! He has done that. He cut that for us. It was good. Mm. I'm really proud of him. And that was the last time that villain was on the show. Uh, in 2009. 2006. <laughs> <laughs> he, he. Episode 7. <laughs> Last we heard of Willem. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Uh, so, okay, so you're drinking a brown porter. Mrs. Brian, yep. what are you drinking on this very special Last Call? Well, I was drinking your Pinot Grigio. Yeah, I noticed that you have grown... Empty over there. What the yep. hell happened? Grown uh, empty. I don't know. You do the math. But- well, okay. I will say I drank it out of my wicked wine run glass, and yeah, that's it's like a thimble that yeah. she drank out of. That's like a baby glass. <laughs> Why didn't you just bring the freaking bottle? We have a refrigerator right here. Yeah, but it's not a wine refrigerator. It's a normal refrigerator. Oh my god! It's not a normal refrigerator. It is the beer cellar. So, you know what? Just go get the Pinot Grigio bottle and bring it back in here. I have a feeling we're going to need it. But it won't be white wine perfect temp. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Do you see my issue? I I see your issues on a daily basis, but this one is not one of the regular ones. (laughs) You drinking that shit with your pinky stuck out? Yeah. Yeah, perfect white wine temp. Jesus, do what Frank does and throw an ice cube in it and call it done. No, oh, or better sacrilege. yet, or better yet, harass a waitress until she brings you a bucket of ice so she can get the so you can get the red wine at the right temperature, and then get her fired and evicted from her apartment. <laughs> I know f- would disagree with me, but I think drinking cold red wine is a sin. Oh yeah, don't please don't get him started on it because we'll fucking lose another forty minutes. 
yeah. <laughs> with his Jesus wine Christ. explanations. His single estate wine explanation will just drive everyone <laughs> oh, to their death. People were yanking their wheels into bridge embankments, and as he was going, yeah, I mean it's the varietal types that once you. He'll bring be very upset together. to know I drank apothic today. <laughs> She drank a bottle of yeah, Apothic today. All of our truck driver listeners, because they all committed suicide. <laughs> and some of our uh, regular listeners, they drove into. It was great, because we do have millions and millions of listeners. Mathematically speaking, that makes sense. Perfect no beer left behind storm. <laughs> Lost a third of our listeners in one fatal swoop. Okay, but I am going to go get that wine bottle. All right, you go get that wine. You uh, go, girl. I, uh, I am drinking bourbon tonight. I am drinking uh, Evan Williams Bottled in Bond, which I don't know if I think I talked about Bottled in Bond on the podcast. I feel like I'm turning into Joe Rogan in that, not that I'm a successful podcaster because that is not what I'm talking about, <laughs> but the type of conversation that I'll just repeat the same thing about a million times and like not know that I've talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, I had a conversation today with my cousin Cody, who's a loyal listener. Shout out to Cody. What's up, buddy? Uh and I was telling him about Bottled and Bond, and the look on his face, I was like, ah, have you listened to the podcast, and did I talk about it on the podcast? Was I just thinking about it? What the hell happened? Like, there was a couple of other conversations that I had with him today that he was like, yeah, no, I heard you talking about this. I'm like, oh, it's weird. Well, it's, it's a weird, dude, weird I mean, place. Yeah. Here's the thing, and, you know, in Rogan's defense, you know, whenever you've got... You know, like 1500 um, episodes it, it probably is pretty difficult to to remember what you've went over and not yeah uh, and honestly you know I even will throw that disclaimer out sometimes on here because we're what a hundred some 140 episodes 150 episodes in yeah um, I'll throw that out like I may have already touched on this but here we go again um, for all of our new listeners you know I like to Give them a taste of what really grinds my gears, even if it's uh, the second or the third time. But honestly, either also, I think that that comes with age too. Like, you just kind of forget who the fuck you told what. And I always thought, you know, my dad does that, and it's hilarious. You know, he's told us boys the same story hundreds of different times. You know, and I I could write them down. Um. And I always enjoy when I'm like, did I ever tell you about that? And I, and I like just go with it. And I'm like, no, I've never heard this one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that comes with age. You're like, I, I don't remember who I told this, but I don't care anymore. I'm at that age. that <laughs> you just, whatever. You're I've been listen. doing that since I was about 15. No lie. And sometimes well, I tell Brian or yeah, Brian. That's my name. That's your name. Sometimes I tell <laughs> Brian Christ. and my best friend, um, different stories and then i don't know who i told what to so i'll repeat the story and then i'm like wait a second have i already told you this or did i tell that to brian it's hard to remember sometimes it's it, it is you yeah, don't you say, don't have look, a best friend though. nowadays i mean we're running low on bandwidth we've got so much stuff coming in it's hard to remember what? trivial shit like that trivial shit like who did i tell this to yeah where did i park my car yeah. Whose baby is this? Yeah. Who's in my mouth? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. Make an app for it yeah. so I can move on with my life. Oh, hell. Uh, so, yeah, I'm drinking bourbon. I'm about to move over to some scatchity scotch 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 tonight. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, hope everybody's buckled in. 
Maybe. Good God. Maybe it's. Are some you around point. any live ignition sources? Uh, yes, mis pantalones, mini switches mm, in there. Wow. That's right. Great. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, it won't be tonight if you drink too much scotch. <laughs> <laughs> just it's a letdown lake flaccid oh yeah. damn it <laughs> damn it as, as the, <laughs> just a bunch of big limp alligators jump out of this lake it's just a bunch of just dead fish flopped over on the mm-hmm. on the shoreline okay but speaking of, of i almost thigh. recorded lake placid for us the other night because really? i've never seen it yeah, you're not missing much. Did you, what the hell are the chances of me dropping a Lake Flaccid reference and you on the night that you almost recorded it? <laughs> well, well, we're on like a older scary movie kick. Uh, dude. Speaking of Parker, have you ever do you do you watch scary movie? Do you scary movie, bro? No, fuck no, okay. no, no, I no. I don't that. intentionally scare right. myself, dude. So we we don't necessarily watch scary movies to get scared. We watch like B-rated horror films sometimes. No, we watch some good scary movies. Mrs. Brian is a huge fan of the Saw movies. Yeah, the Saw franchise. I have seen every uh-huh. single movie. It's awful. Anyway, the other night we watched Halloween, the first one, the original Halloween. Have you ever seen that movie? I feel like I have as a child, uh, but I certainly can say without a shadow of a doubt I have not seen it in the last twenty years. Um, well, it is. Was that like Michael Myers? Like yes, yes. Like Jamie eighty nine or something. Nineteen seventy eight. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So even further back. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is like the teen, like it's like a teen sl- the the OG teen slasher film, right? Wait, so she's the uh, character that you're like, no, you fucking idiot, don't go back into that place that you just saw a crazy guy wielding uh, a chainsaw. She's uh, not, but her best friend in the movie is. Yeah, she is the absolute worst. I mean, her best friend oh, plays like are. a babysitter, and uh, she's just a big old skank. That somehow to just... manages to lose her pants while she's babysitting? Yeah, because it's the 70s, and people, like, directors are just like, we want to see some tits and ass, what we want to see. Huh. So anyway, that... she yeah she gets killed pretty quickly, but what I was gonna say is the movie just sucks. Like it is the worst fucking film. The fact that they built a franchise off of it is just awful. Like it just goes to show you that that's that's the reason why they just spend time remaking the same old shit. Because when they make new shit, it comes out like Halloween. And if Halloween came out today, this fucking franchise would die. There would be no horror films. There'd you be no... say that. Like and it came out yesterday, the new the, Halloween. The new okay. Halloween. But what I'm saying is, if the, if the if it had never come out before, and Halloween was released that we saw the other night, but it wouldn't have been made like that had it been released. I mean, think about it. Think about how phenomenal of a movie it was. The new it, yes, yes, it's good. Well, the first one's called Stephen King's It. This one is just it. You see the difference there? All right, Vanilla Ice. Fucking, you really annoy me sometimes. Can't believe you. It's bum bum. Let bum, me ask you this. Okay. Well, I guess let me tell you this. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. I have troubles watching movies older than or before made before the year, say, two thousand five. <laughs> All right. Because they're terrible. <laughs> uh, 
And I, I don't get it. There, okay, now there's going to be exceptions to the rule, but okay. overall, it seems like the acting was just so shitty. I mean, for instance, Speed with Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves, who's you know a terrible actor, anyways. But yes. what I, I don't understand how that was a thing. Like in what that probably came out in '95 or '96 or something like that. Yeah, terrible acting. Here's the thing. I will. I understand that there has been major technological improvements in, um, you know, cinematography and CGI and all that. So I get the difference between a movie made in 2018 and one made in 1998. I get that. But what has not changed is the human element. (laughs) And for some reason, back then people just sucked at acting. It seemed like for the, for the most part, it seemed like, Acting was so shitty. I mean, especially like rewind even further, like to the sixties or something. Like, yeah. I don't know how acting could have changed so drastically in you know like a short amount of time. Like the the same thing has been like read lines and make it seem real. They didn't really make it seem real back then. Now they do, right? Like, do you see what I don't know? Yeah. So keep in mind, keep in mind, it's going to vary by genre. Yeah, I think it depends on the genre. Because if you're yeah, if you're watching like old. Uh, Fucking, what's his name? Uh, the Duke. John Wayne movies. Like, he's the goddamn worst. He's just absolutely awful. I can't stand him. My dad would shoot me if he heard the, heard me saying yeah, this. But, this is... but Tom doesn't know how to fucking make a podcast work, so I don't have to worry about that. <coughs> uh, but, like, yeah, I think by genre, yeah, it's probably pretty bad. You might be on to something in the 60s and 70s. But not when, all westerns were bad. No, no, but what I'm getting at is back in the 60s and 70s, the emphasis for like legitimate actors was done on the stage and you had like you know, legit stage acting and really really good actors would go there rather than Okay, but what about Alfred Alfred Hitchcock? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a different time too. That was the 40s and 50s. Okay, but what about like uh, I mean like uh, one thing that comes to mind, speaking of Stephen King, The Shining not Stephen King's The Shining because that was dog shit, but Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. I there was some fantastic acting in that film, but but that was an awesome director, and it's a fantastic story. I think when you look at like for what Parker was talking about as far as like action films and uh, maybe more dramatic films, uh-huh. it does seem over the top as shit. But it's because these people who are acting on stage, you have to be over the top to get your point across in a stage setting because you have to uh, emote your feelings to the person in the back of the audience just as much as the person in the front of the audience. And when you can't see someone, you have to be overly dramatic with your words. So when they go on in front of a camera... Like a radio announcer. Yes, exactly. Something. So when you go on in front of a camera getting shot close up, you're just like, oh my god, this is fucking awful. This is atrocious. What's happening here? What do you mean? She's scrolling through Instagram right now. She's not even fucking paying attention. I'm dropping knowledge bombs on you people. Things were great until I saw a practical, a practical magic. Give me your phone. No, Give me your phone. I just need to look at it just for a second. Oh my god! Practical magic. Yes. Now that is a great film. Uh, when was it made? 1990. Eight. I, yeah, with I'd say Sandra eight. Bullock. And if you compared oh her acting gosh. in that to Speed, Stalker Channing, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Oh shit! I mean, it's it Stalker it's, it's, Channing. Yeah, somebody's name is Stalker. Stalkered with a D. 
Rizzo from Greece. Stockard. Okay. Rizzo from Greece. Yeah, she's also in First Wives Club. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. Uh, movies you guys have definitely seen, right? Yeah. Negative. I did. Honestly, I haven't seen like a lot. Like people want to punch me quite often um, for not seeing some of the quote unquote cult classics or whatever. You know, like Scarface, Godfather's. Never seen uh, either of those. I've seen okay, great. Star the Godfather, Wars. but okay. never... Right. You know what, Parker? I've never seen Star Wars either, and I am Thank okay you. with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've made it this far, and, and you're doing just fine without yeah. having to see some subpar acting in space. I don't know if you've heard me sneezing, but I feel like y'all's lack of uh, film knowledge is killing me, slowly but surely. I'm dying. Killing inside. you softly? Yeah. What'd you say? With, yeah. With, with my his finger. dong? No. <laughs> no dongs. Only yeah. mine. It's adequate. <laughs> it's adequate. She's rolling adequate. her eyes. <laughs> she's, she's rolling her eyes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, that adequate. Oh, uh, what is that? Oh, yeah. I was going to say adequate finch. Um, That's Atticus. And I said... <laughs> I, said... <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh god! To have sex with a mockingbird. I know, classic. <laughs> I, think, I think we're just listing porn titles because when Avery, <laughs> she said First Wives Club," I thought of a different movie that I saw with the same title. Wait, what? Moving on, Parker. It's the weather like up there? First point of view, Wives Club. <laughs> yeah, it's a different film. You know what? It was really avant-garde. Uh, they didn't. There was very little storyline. A lot of action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brian action packed. Brian screened it at at the Con Film Festival or Can or whatever. <laughs> can. It, is. it was a private viewing. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it was. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, he he paid six dollars for like ten minutes in a little private <laughs> viewing box. I only needed three. It's fine. But like, apparently those places are still around. Did you know that? Oh, definitely. There's some in Texas. Where? What the hell are you so talking weird. about? What? When we're like. Really close to the border, KT's video. Oh, uh, that's places shut down. Oh uh, yeah, that like Why old gas station that was converted in the parking to. A... Lot, then? You're talking about RJ's. RJ's. Yeah, I think that's what it is. The one that's like it's very like German looking. <laughs> no, that one is closed down. That was KT's, and that was closed down. I'm talking about the one that's over just on the like if you're coming from Oklahoma South, it's over on the right hand side, just over the Red River. Yeah, I thought that was KT's. Uh, uh-uh, that's like RJ's, which. Don't know why everybody's just got initials. That's weird. But uh, fun fact: I actually stopped there one time, and I did not see any little movie theaters, little so miniature. There you go. Okay, which one is the one that had the advertisement with the theater? That was, was that KT's. KT's? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my favorite is RJ's there, uh, Parker. That you're a frequent resident of. Uh, they they've been advertising on their sign new fleshlights, which begs the question. Are there used ones that are for sale? And if so, that's disgusting. That is awful. Wow. I think it's supposed wow. to say new, and then underneath, like, it's supposed to read new fleshlights. But yeah. it would be like new fleshlights, uh, titties galore, and butt plug stretchers or something like that. Like, listing things, but it, I just, it just envision says, Frank, car salesman Frank, like, what's it going to take for me to get you into a used flashlight today? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so didn't God. Mrs. Frank know the maker of 
the flashlight? I don't know if that is something oh. that we discuss on the podcast. Frank's also supposedly best friends with the owner of Yeti. Oh, yeah, that is true. Friends and friends of benefits discount, he said as he handed me an Arctic cup. <laughs> it's whatever. It's fine. Still appreciate it. That's that's why uh, that's why I sent the Yeti koozies, Mrs. Brian. I don't know if you remember that. I did. I did. I do remember the I Yeti. St- I still have my Yeti koozies in my uh, koozie drawer. I think it still says Yeti, even. <laughs> yeah. For the longest nice. time, it did have that shitty label that you put on there. Yeah. <laughs> it was so awesome. There's no, there was no reason for that, but I appreciated the hell out of it. Oh, good, good, I'm glad. Oh, well, God. back to the, uh, yeah, the, the net disturbing places. Um, oh, yes. Downtown Tulsa, there's a place right there, apparently. I've never been into it, but I bet Villem's been in there. I was going to say, Villem's house is just right next to Villem's place. Yeah. Just like what? How, t- dude? You just must be really. I I don't know I, to before, bring yourself to drive somewhere, knowing like, hey, I'm gonna go rent this little room with a 19 inch Vizio and <laughs> masturbate vigorously and pay. and pay. I I I think the internet has uh, has uh, killed. It should have killed that business a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand oh, who's man. who's if you're going. The internet there. killed the miniature porn movie. <laughs> <laughs> internet killed the pee booth. Right, it's you gotta yeah. stretch it out a little bit. Oh yeah, you would have thought right. It's a dying breed, but apparently there's still some of those that like the nostalgia part of it. I guess <laughs> I yearn for the days when I can just go jerk off in a small room. And people knew exactly what I was doing in there. You know, the good old days. Isn't that what Pee Wee Herman got arrested for? Allegedly. Who? Pee Wee Herman. Oh. Do the Pee Wee Herman voice. Yeah, no, but I thought his was like a regular movie theater, not a... No, it was was an adult theater. Yeah, it was an adult theater. Yeah, but it was... was, was, Come with the territory then, right? He probably wasn't the only one in there doing that. He was just the only one that got popped. Yeah, so his was a little different. It wasn't like a single booth that you go into and and then beat it. He was in like a full-on movie theater that was showing adult films. And yes, there were other people in there. And yes, they were probably masturbating. And yes, he probably Weird. was the only one who got caught. But it, just in the setting, in the context, he kind of got <laughs> railroaded. I guess I don't know. <laughs> he was because he was the famous one in the porn movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And meanwhile, like David Duchovny is like over in the corner. He's just trying to sneak <laughs> out and like, sex files. Robert Duvall yeah. is like just jerking into a popcorn bucket. Who would ever go to one of those, dude? That is so weird. What is wrong with people? You don't like jerking off next to friends? I don't see what the big deal is. Mutual masturbation, guys. Come on. Welcome to the 20th century. Weekend at Frank's house. (laughs) You guys up for some mutual masturbation? Maybe brunch afterwards? Well, yeah, I'm good. They're actually saving it uh, for their fifth wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah, God. that's what. <laughs> We're busy next year. We can't make it. 
Uh, uh, are you saving your virginity for marriage? No, uh, until our fifth anniversary, actually. Okay. So you're gonna put, you're gonna sign the dotted line if you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't, and I don't care. There's no you. test drives. <sighs> we gotta ask him about that if he ever gets done eating dinner at 11:30. I I can't, dude. I'm I'm shook as shit, man. I don't understand. He he for the for the ladies and gentlemen at home. Uh, Frank is supposed to be joining us this evening, and we got we got a message, uh, what ten minutes before we were supposed to start, saying uh, we're we're just now eating dinner. I'll be on in a bit. It was ten fifteen, everybody. It was ten fifteen at night on a Saturday. I can't. I'm not. I'm not built for that. He may have had a busy evening. I would. I would have a real busy night, like yakking, trying to go to sleep. How do you? How do you eat and just be like? Ah. Big ass meal, just going to bed. Well, he's not. He's getting on the podcast. Allegedly, mm. he's not here yet, is he? Yet to be seen. Yeah, it could be second dinner. He was probably cooking dinner. That's what it was. And he just didn't want to tell anybody. I wouldn't put it mm. past him. He's like, ah, you know, yeah. we're eating dinner, aka warming up the grill, <laughs> making pizzas. Hey, those pizzas are pretty legit. They were I'm delicious pizzas. N- never talking shit on those things. Those things are good. <laughs> okay. So Brian, yes. Um Did you see that Ohio State got beat tonight? Shut up. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah, by fucking Purdue. Oh my god. Like, not just by like a field goal, but like 49 to 20. Holy shit. They got stomped by Purdue. Yes, which is Oh, that's great. Hilarious. Um also, uh, today was a good day uh, because today was the only date left on OSU's calendar that we were guaranteed not to lose. Damn straight it was. Um, <laughs> you can't lose so, when you don't play anybody. Am I'm I right? Of that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if somehow we came out of a bye week with an extra <laughs> loss on our column. <laughs> we're like, Gundy sucks, and they just gave us a loss. Like, oh. <laughs> Oh man, come on guys. Oh man. Uh so yeah, what what's your thoughts on that? I you know what? I, I'm glad that Ohio State lost. Uh I would like to see more teams lose because, you know, why not? It I feel like it adds way more I don't want to say drama, but it like gives people a fucking chance to win. Like yeah. the fact that Alabama hasn't lost in two years or three years, however long it's been, is a real pain in the ass. Like, how are, how is anyone supposed to, like, be good if there's only one good, quote-unquote, good team in the nation? It's yeah. fucking horse shit. I hate Alabama, too. It is kind of annoying. I, that's why, I, you know, I kind of feel like... Uh, Tanya Harding had the right idea, you know? <laughs> Fuck Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. Fuck, yeah. Fuck Alabama. Yeah, kneecap a bitch so, and move on. It's yeah. great. So, somebody needs to go down there and kneecap Tua. <laughs> I would just like everyone to know that Nancy was a graceful figure skater. Okay. Who had an opportunity stolen from her. What are you fucking she did. working she did. for? I love Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, her routines just got me going, girl. Those Campbell Soup commercials warmed me to my core. Oh my god, uh, damn it. She had that 
early 90s hot going on. That crazy she did. perm looking hair. <laughs> she did. <laughs> hair looked like Hands she... showed like a, a 12 and a half inch elongated fupa. <laughs> the, the front pleated Acid pants. Wash. What the fuck is that? <laughs> the... <laughs> Oh yeah, Nancy. Poor Nancy. But uh, you know, dude, I totally get you. I like, I, I agree. It is kind of annoying whenever it's like, well, it's gonna be Ohio State and Alabama again. Yeah, I fucking hate that. I mean, give some other people a chance. Like, let a UCF in there, and then they go fucking lose. It just yeah. You know, I don't know. I I also want to see the uh, college football playoff to build out to like sixteen teams. Just something crazy. Do something fun. <laughs> Before you know it, though, it'd be like March Madness. And I'm, down like 64 I'm down with that. I'm down with that. You you play you play a five game season and you just go automatically into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, right. And then there's eight games within like span of like a week. <laughs> yeah, that makes shit exciting, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, dude, it would definitely uh, separate the men from the boys, and it's like basically who can survive without you know the most. Or whoever survives without the most torn ACLs or MCLs is the national champion, I think. Right. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think eight teams would be good. I do uh, concede that. Um, the four thing is kind of a little bit... Mm, I mean, when you've got more than that, you know, more than four major conferences, yeah, that, somebody's going to get hit on every year, right? Right, and you're not gonna you're not pulling the the best of the best across the nation because you could legitimately have two top eight teams and one from one conference, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it's a pain in the ass because then you always because by expanding it you could always get like one of those. You remember how Boise State was always way up there and they were always undefeated going into the final games of the season, mm-hmm. and they're always bitching and complaining. We don't get any love. You would take those teams and you would right. throw them to the fucking wolves to see exactly how good they are. Uh, uh, thinks that they would get their asses handed to them pretty well every time. Most yeah, likely. It's kind of like the UCF know. thing last year. You know, They're like, we're the true, the true national champions or whatever. And yeah. It's like, I'm pretty sure Alabama would have mopped the floors with you. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's the, like, just dispel all that and give me a... A legit champ. I don't know. So I mean, you could have like a few wild card spots. Oh hell yeah! I'm also ad- like I'm I'm an advocate for true wild card spots. I mean, I'm talking like a lottery system. <laughs> Some division two like JUCO. Shit yeah, bring them in. You never know. An app state might just destroy somebody on accident. That's what we're going. <laughs> that for. happens. You're just like well, I've seen. It's. I don't know. I, that's that's just me wanting to fucking. If my team's not good, just ruin the rest of the world. Like, <laughs> if I can't, if I can't win in this, then no one can. Everyone must lose. Uh, yeah, you're kind of a the burn it all down. Oh hell yeah, mentality. Oh hell yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like on this season, it's just like, what it. Oh, OSU's playing. It's Saturday. Oh, okay. No, that's cool. I'm gonna go do something else with my. Saturday. I had not I had a family wasted. member ask me today. He was like, uh, "Who's OSU playing?" And I go, "I honestly don't know. I have no clue." He's like, "Well, OSU's playing Texas next weekend." I'm like, "Well, congratulations, Texas. I'm sure this is going to go well for you." Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I think that our streak against Texas is about to come crashing to a halt. Yeah. Um, I think we've beat them in the last, like, six years or some shit like that. Yeah. Records are uh, being broken this year because, you know, like, we beat Tech nine times in a row. We're going for ten and then just completely shit the sleeping bag earlier this season. Uh, Yeah, no, we shit our pants well before the game. Everyone called it out. But what would happen nothing. if we beat Texas? I mean, this is a hypothetical. Yeah, this is a weird hypothetical because that shit ain't gonna happen. Uh-oh. Yeah, that. I mean, that's nice of you to give us that much benefit of the doubt, but yeah, that's probably not. That's absolutely not likely. No, we. Okay, whatever. I, you know, it's lost. <laughs> it's lost. It's kind of. I mean. I guess, you know, if more people... Uh, damn it, it's, it's just difficult to... If you're going to do anything, you have to have a flawless record, right? Oh, yeah, no, you, for sure. You that, can't have a loss. You have a loss, and it's just like, well, fuck, we might as well just go ahead and put all our stuff back in the locker room and see you next season. Yeah, hopefully don't lose too many recruits. That's the part that pisses me off. Like, how are you supposed to legitimately compete against other other universities in the country? if you, like, never fucking are visible at a national level and then you have somebody who's never lost in two years, like, who, why, why would they ever, unless they're complete dumbasses, why would a blue-chip recruit ever go to, like, an unranked school? And are like... Ugh. Yeah, I... Maybe, maybe for that off chance that they get they, some kind of recognition or or... They're like, okay, look, I could go possibly to that Alabama and I could ride the bench for the next four years because the people ahead of me in my position are that much of badasses that I'm never going to see any playtime except maybe in some garbage time in, you know, some cupcake games. Directional Missouri. Um, Yeah. Or they could go to one of these lesser places where they're going to shine. They're going to be the tallest midget, you know? Yeah, that's true. I. And get some attention from some scouts or, you know, the NFL scouts, whatever. Or, hey, I'm good enough to play somewhere that wants to give me a free or quasi-free education bet, you know, versus if going to one of those bigger name places that's not going to give you scholarship at all. Um, and then you still come out, you know, a few years later and you have nothing to show. <laughs> Except yeah. a lot of student debt. Yeah, I was going to say, except for uh, a bunch of injuries that are never going to go away. Trust me, kids, mm-hmm. they never go away. And, uh, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I, it is hard. I mean, especially, you know, I, like who goes to Kansas? Who who wants to, you know, probably the parents of Kansas football players don't even, like, brag to their coworkers about, my kid <laughs> plays for Kansas. You know, they're probably like... <laughs> <laughs> don't even talk about it, you know. Like, uh, what's what's family Bill, embarrassment? Or what's Billy up to? Dead. He died. Um, yeah. He's off the planet. He <laughs> and then four years later, like, oh, he's graduating. Congratulations! But I thought he died. Nope, nope. Different. They found him. No, he was great. no. He's just been the starting quarterback for Kansas for the last four years. But you've never heard of him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, and how do you ever recover from that, right? As a school, as your recruits, uh, your you know, 
you're never going to get to that upper echelon. If you have a couple bad years and people just, fuck you, I'm going elsewhere. I think you got to pay your players, you know, illegally probably, but, you know, pay them. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, we're talking about you, Miami, and, well, everywhere, actually. Let's Every, be yeah. quite honest. Yeah, for sure, everywhere. Dude, I mean, high school fucking does that. High school, oh, uh, hey, notice your son is a star running back. Um, happened to have a free place to stay over in our city, just 10 miles east of where you're currently at. If you are interested, you know, it would be yeah. $10 a month rent. Wink, wink. Yeah. Dude, that shit happens all the time on the reg. Yeah. No, so, it's like, oh. Yeah, it's I, not happening in college. My fat ass. I see that your that mom needs a job. Maybe I can help her out with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, what payroll. are you, oh, she, you're currently a janitor? Well, um, just so happens that we pay janitors at our place of employment six figs. Yeah. How Ironic you? enough. And, you know, you've already got the skill set. How would you like to be a $70,000 a year janitor driving a Mercedes-Benz? That would be great. Are you sold? I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, shit, yes. <laughs> I would sell out for a fucking high school. <laughs> I, I, so fast. I said it very on, uh, very early on in this podcast. I can be bought for a lot less than you would think. I mean, we did. <laughs> I did a sock advertisement on this goddamn podcast, and I got nothing out of the deal. What? They did. They died in a car crash. All of them. The socks burned. I don't know. That fucking guy. Troy probably uses them for naughty purposes because they were tube socks. Yeah. They sent Troy two pair of socks and then nothing. I like how Troy really, really sketched up that whole deal and then just bailed on it. Like there was no follow through. It was ridiculous. (laughs) He did. Uh, It was weird. That was a good sponsor early on. Is, yeah, so uh, Brian uh, noticed your daughter is uh, excelling at volleyball. Um, let's say you uh, we put you up as your very own owner-operator of a snow cone shack in our district. <laughs> and you're like, bet. <laughs> bet. <I'm laughs> be done. there tomorrow with a U-Haul. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, ah, you know what? You talked me into it. I didn't think it could be done, but I am going to sling ice over in Johnson Town. It's going to be great. Really hope, you know, Becky is going to be on the starting six. There's six people in volleyball. Whatever. Sure. Starting those. Becky uh, knows. Becky Becky. knows cause she... <laughs> She's just an all-star. It's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. Would you uh, be interested in uh, grinding some gears with the folk? Mm-hmm. Let's act like it's our first try- time to drive a stick shift here. Parker, tell me what's going to get you all fired up. Well, first off, coughing. It's just the worst. It's like fucking mosquitoes. I hate it. And about once a year, I get this cough, and it's like, actually, it, it's... Gotten better in the last couple of days, but Monday through about Thursday, I mean, I'm pretty sure people were actually like calling in to work because they didn't want to be like near me or near my office because <laughs> I straight up sound like 
Doc Holiday with the tuberculosis, you know. I was actually Coughing thinking up about blood. going to some TB refuge up in the mountains in Colorado for uh, <laughs> some relief. I mean, yeah, I might as well have been having the black lung from working in the coal mines. <laughs> and it's like, I, I wasn't even like, I'm not even like feeling shitty either. It's like, it's one thing if you're feeling shitty in your coffin, you're like, yeah, feel shit. But no, I'm like, hey, Bob, you want to go over to uh, Arby? <laughs> and then, you know, now Bob's like, away. I'm not sure I want to eat with you anymore, Parker. I'm like, no, I feel fine. I honestly feel fine. I just coughing. Dude, All right. So annoying. And like, so I went ham on the freaking cough medicine and cough drops. I seriously probably went through 40 Ricola's. Uh, this week, no bullshit. And uh, on the down low, Ricola's got some new ones where it's like cough drop, cough drop, cough drop. Ooh, surprise in the middle. Ooh. Some motherfucking cough syrup. Oh, dude. Nice. And it hits you like a ton of bricks and it's beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, so check that out. Remember those like little strawberry candies when you were a kid? Yeah. And they're like red and they had a little strawberry looking wrapper and you're yes, sucking on it, sucking on it. And then there was like a little bit of gel in the inside. Remember yeah. those? Yeah, those are good. They always had yeah. those at open houses. Yeah. Okay. Open houses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I remember them uh, at like banks. I don't know for some reason, but they're still around. They're still around. They're like OG candy. I mean, whoever started that business is probably owns an island somewhere and they're like how did you get an island like you know those little strawberry candies with that little jelly deliciousness in the middle yeah (laughs) all me baby everything you see here (laughs) as far as the eye can see is this uh, strawberry candy empire (laughs) but yeah coughing dude it's just the worst i just uh and it the the wife like gets mad at me and I'm like what I can't do anything about it. you think I want to like be coughing up along here like yeah this like, is enjoyable for me right take some cough medicine I'm like I'm pretty much about to OD on cough medicine <laughs> if I take any more cough medicine clearly not doing the trick here I uh, I have a coworker like we have like an open open office concept I know I've talked about it on the podcast oh uh, yes you have talked about that and uh. Every now and then, like we'll set out like candy and stuff on our on our desk for people to just yeah grab some if you want whatever. Well, had a coworker who was out on paternity leave. He had uh, he had twins, and so he was gone. And I knew that he had candy out on his desk before he left. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh cool. Well, I'm, I, he told me he had some more candy in one of the drawers. I opened up a drawer. Homeboy's got no, like big ass bottles of Robitussin DM, like the the extra strength cough syrup. <laughs> it's like a giant bottle in his desk drawer, and that was the only thing in there. No candy, no no papers, no like pens or anything. Just a single bottle of cough syrup. And I was like, wow, he is really he is really getting down. This is great. Scissor. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I cut that with a little vodka and uh, just call it a day, you know? Uh, Remember when that was a thing? Like, oh, yeah. You know, like, cough syrup with codeine? Like, uh, Mrs. Bryan, do, do they call that lean? Is that what they that is? call it? Lean. Lean. Yeah. I have a student that makes his own homemade lean. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is he getting some coating straight from the manufacturer or something? Well, How's he making homemade? Instead of using cough syrup, he uses grape Jolly Ranchers and Sprite. Oh. So it's just lean colored. It's lean colored, yes, but he okay. calls it his homemade lean. <laughs> Which is probably the most gangster thing a seventh grader can do, <laughs> honestly. Is he also making his own 18 karat gold? I have no idea. I should hope not. <laughs> He's just the aluminum foil that he colors foil, gold. Yeah. You got a gold sharpie, and that's basically printing money for him. It's you know, <laughs> honestly, I would have got put fucking goldfish that are actually made out of gold. <laughs> well, yeah, lean. I dude, I remember in high school. I don't know if you guys remember this. Um, triple C's. Do you remember that? Uh, what the hell is that? Uh, it's called stupid and liver damage. Um, Coruscant cough and cold. Oh, no, I've never. Heard okay, of sounds awful. Delinquents here uh, used to eat so many of those that they would trip balls. Dude, okay. So how many like is twenty? Okay, like, is this like a and cough I'm like, drug? That is, you're not like getting drunk. You're like borderline dying here. <laughs> this is not fun. Like that was a thing for a while here ooh, ooh. in. Uh, we, in the Tulsa area. We talked about it uh, a long, long time ago, but I was up visiting my family in Oklahoma, and there was a news article, like a news story done about uh, people trying to overdose on Benadryl. Was it Benadryl? Yeah. Okay. They were overdosing. No, it wasn't Benadryl. It was something else. It was... What's the other strong... Sudafed. No, not Sudafed. It was it like was, something ridiculous. No, it was... It, oh, Imodium. Imodium, yeah. <laughs> they would take Imodium 80 and they would take like 300 of them. And it would cause you to <laughs> have like a fucking... Uh, just a psychedelic trip. Hallucinations, yeah. yeah. Because apparently there was some... Like the, the, the receptor that it's blocking in Imodium to keep you from shitting your pants. <laughs> like when it's completely blocked and... Like your your body starts producing different different chemicals that make you trip balls. You feel like you're at Burning Man in the middle of the desert, just tripping on acid. Dude, they were talking about having to regulate emodium like they regul have to regulate Sudafed. I doesn't surprise me. I mean, <laughs> for a while, I was getting carded for duct tape. You know, I got carded for dry ice today. What the fuck is that? Like, well, that's more understandable. Dry ice bombs. Funnest thing in the world to do if you're listening out there, kids. Oh, do explain. Yeah. What the hell is a dry ice bomb? He said. Dude, no, dry ice bombs. yeah. They're the best. <laughs> Two liter, a little bit of water, a little bit of dry ice, a little bit of shake and bake S- and throw. Seal and Seal it up. Um, Not speaking from experience here, but it'll blow a mailbox about 20 foot in the air. Oh, my God. Seriously? Mm, oh, dude, yeah, they're great fun. We used to make dry ice bombs all the time. Wow. You can, it's hard to find now, actually. You know, there's only a select few grocers in the Tulsa metro area that still sell dry ice. Wow. Um, yeah, in fact, one time I actually made a uh, a miniature one in a 20-ounce bottle, and uh, my brother was sleeping. This is high school, and he had already graduated, but he was still living at home, and he had, like, a real job he had to be to, like, 7 a.m. the next day, and me and some friends were partying, and I made a little miniature dry ice bomb in a 20-ounce bottle, because I'm a gentleman, right? Right. 
and Not opened his door and uh, threw it underneath his bed and then shut the door and we <laughs> and it blew <laughs> in hindsight it's a terrible idea um, <laughs> terrible absolutely unsafe idea but he came out and punched me square in the face and it was still <laughs> so worth it you know he comes out saying every four letter word in the book and Probably because he had to be at work in like three hours, and I just put a dry ice bottle underneath his bed. But yeah, man, that expansion of the gases—you uh, know, those little plastic bottles can only take so much. But they—they they put up a damn good fight. That little, you know, twenty ounce or even a two liter, it will grow in about about six eight inches in length. It'll be just like elongated, just bloated freaking two liter until it finally finds a little weak spot and ruptures, and it is awesome. <laughs> Oh my god! It's Dude, so it's irresponsible. Fact. What? It's so irresponsible. Oh, totally. It's yeah. So funny. Another time, I did a little Ted Kaczynski. Um, I had some friends, and they were like in the living room, and I had a one of those, you know, those little like igloo coolers with the flip over top. Yeah. Right, the triangle on the top, and yeah, you, you know, held a six pack perfectly. Uh, yeah, thereabouts. Yeah. Um, well, I made another little. Parker specialty twenty ouncer and uh, <laughs> shook it up, put it in this little ice chest, and they were like talking and like really not paying attention. And then uh, I just walk in and just kind of squat down a little bit, drop that package, and then I left. And then um, a few people in the know were like, "Oh, get down!" It was like I might as well throw a grenade in there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, again, terrible idea. Don't do this at home do it at somebody else's home um and it blew the top off that ice chest oh my cool. gosh <laughs> Dude, yeah i was yeah, yeah great great kid um another time we were uh, over at a buddy's pond uh and we were fishing on this homemade raft that we made out of like 55 gallon drums and oh you went and did the regatta with villain <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was predated that but uh and we thought it'd be cool to drop a couple in the water and tie them, put a rope on the top of the two liter oh. uh, attached to a cinder block. Oh, are you trying and to fish? Doing some fishing? Unforeseen um, product of dropping a dry ice bomb underwater is yes, <laughs> fish come floating up paralyzed <laughs> from the shockwave. Oh my God. That was not our goal. We were just like kids, like. Oh, I bet this would be pretty awesome because it's gonna, you know, exert a lot of energy and it's probably gonna. Well, it did that. Yes, it did that, and it like boiled over like the water level in this like little four or five foot ring. You know, came up like six eight inches and like just like a bunch of gas released. It was awesome. Well, also uh, uh, about a minute later, yeah, lots of fish started floating up to the top, <laughs> kind of barely flapping their tail or like a, you'd see a gill every now and then and i'm not talking about vince gill no. but yeah and uh we we're like okay that's highly illegal so <laughs> swim on fish put, swim on we're gonna put all those back in the water go go on go 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 yeah. go go uh, yeah oh, they uh yeah they were concussed um <laughs> anyways dry ice it's fun sure it is soup's it. fun Definitely, uh, yeah, dude. It's crazy to me what kind Safe, of though. damage you can do in water, because water uh, amplifies the uh, 
the concussion <laughs> that you feel in uh, the air, which have you ever seen anybody do hand grenade tests underwater? It's hilarious because people. What? Are, yeah, look it up. It's it, it's ridiculous okay. because uh, you know in air when a shockwave hits you, it's air, so it's pretty like. It's very malleable. It goes. It can move around objects, but water tends to not move around objects. So it's the difference between getting hit with a slap and getting hit in the hit with a punch. The slap. Oh, yeah, the man, fingers. I can see that kind of shit. I need to pour one out for those fish then. <laughs> yeah, dude. There, it's ridiculous. So you can see, like, the shrapnel from a hand grenade won't kill you because the shrapnel, like the metal shra- uh, fragments, right. don't go as far in the water. But the more resistance, obviously. Yeah, but the concussion from the explosion usually blows everything out of the water <laughs> and like just destroys it. Blow well, your eardrums out too. Yeah, so I watched a real scientific show on YouTube called Backyard Scientist, and he covered it pretty extensively. Pretty cool. Anyway, that's my. Hmm. Sometimes I get down YouTube rabbit holes and I find shit like that. That happens. I mean, dude. As long as that rabbit hole you're going down is educational. I mean, yeah, dude, for the most part. I'm all, I mean, fuck. I mean, that sounds awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's... As long as you're not watching Kitty Boo Boo Fuck Bear or something like some mindless... <laughs> is, is that a YouTube thing? I don't know. But you know Kitty that. Fuck Bear. I mean... I actually met them for, for an Instagram. One awesome educational up. video on YouTube, there's a thousand that are just garbage that makes you... Just really want to cleanse the Earth's population and start with like two, you know, <laughs> two <laughs> Adam and Steve. Um, we all know yeah. the real start. I don't lineup. know, but anyways, there's so much trash on YouTube, but there's a lot of awesome educational stuff too. So, oh shit, yeah, uh, grow your mind is what I'm saying. Well, Parker, do you have uh, another grind your gears? I do, um, and. It's kind of like coughing for dogs. Okay. Barking. Okay. You're not a fan of barking. You and every other person on the planet. (laughs) Or every other person person in uh, suburbs. How about that? Dogs are a fan of barking. Um, Yeah. I'm not. But, uh, yeah, okay. So, I get it. That's their language, right? Okay. Well, the dogs that bark all the time is... the. That same annoying fucking Karen uh, that talks all the time and just likes to hear herself talk, right? Yeah. Like, uh, got this new this new neighbor behind us, and this dog. I mean, poor dog. Like, just lives outside, so I'd probably be barking too. Yeah. But it's just incessant. I mean, three a.m. It's just like, oh fuck no. Dude, about two weeks in, I tried to give them the benefit of the doubt, but finally, uh, wife was trying to sleep because she was, you know, going into work that night, so she's sleeping during the day. This is like 5 p.m. It's just going off, and finally I went out there, and I was like, shut the fuck up! You would have been proud of me. It was like you yelling at your neighbors for fireworks. Yeah, except you're yelling at a dog who uh, doesn't understand humans. <laughs> no, but it made me feel better about myself as a person. I, and uh, I've yelled at dogs and, before, dude. Just like, like I'm not yelling at the dog. I'm yelling at the owner of said dog. Like, come on, man. Like, 
you've got to acknowledge this. You, you, I mean, unless you have the volume on every TV in your house up, maxed out, like, there's no way that they could not hear this dog just yapping. I mean, just barking at air. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, bring your dog inside for the love of everything holy. <laughs> I think people get used to it, though, and then they start to tune it out. Are you talking about your parents? Yes. Yeah. They do that, and I don't know how. I... But you shouldn't have to get used to it, right? Like, right. if my dog's barking, it's usually for a reason because there's a squirrel and it runs up a tree and he'll bark at him for, you know, 30 seconds or something, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm fat and I can't climb trees, so I'm going to stop barking. Yeah. But if he's barking, you know, for for no reason or something, I'll go, hey, you know, shut up or I'll bring him inside. Yeah. Okay? Because I'm a gentleman, I guess, and courteous to others. Um, my neighbors around me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Don't be that guy. Bring your dog in or buy a bark collar or something. Or if you buy, uh, if you buy the bark collar, use the bark collar. Am I right? Well, I if you're into that, um, you know. Now, we, uh, I, we, since we moved into this neighborhood three years ago, there are about two, three neighbors in this like block that as soon as they get home, they just, they just go, uh, they just let their dogs out. And when their dogs go out, they just bark the entire time. And I mean, like, we're not talking in bursts. It's a consistent, and when one stops, another dog will, will, kick it up like it's ridiculous like i there was one day i went out i was putting the trash i had to put a bag of trash in the trash can and i i heard i was like what the hell is going on there's just constant noise and it's not like we live real close to a major highway because that's you know i grew up with that i lived right next to i-35 and i would just hear constant noise but this was something completely different like what in the actual fuck is going on it's not like there's no, there's no weather event because I kind of understand like if the wind's blowing hard or if like I don't know or if there's a siren yeah or yeah I was gonna say uh, police <laughs> sirens are always great because they'll stir up an entire neighborhood of, of animals but no just you know just a regular Thursday it just felt like barking roo 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 oh god yeah it's just like give it up I'm thinking about getting like a, a... One of those dog whistles or something. Well, what gets me... I just go out there and start blowing it. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's dog whistle and why are you blowing him? Come on, man. Uh, what gets me is, like you said, like what are you doing to your dog? Just be, be courteous. Let the damn dog inside. There's no reason. Because, yeah. well... I guess I was home one day as well. I don't remember if I was sick or if I was taking the little one to the doctor and I was home. But I remember sitting at the kitchen table and just hearing dogs bark. And it was like 10.30 in the morning and just dog constant dog bark. What is... Do people just push their dog out the back door and then bring him in to pet him and then push him back out? Like, I th- Yeah. We don't I have- think it's like... We don't have big enough yards to just let a dog out all day. Is is not a thing, it, 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 dude. I think it's honestly kind of like the same. Like uh, you can spot a child that's neglected, you know, like like act out for attention, or you know, especially Mrs. Brian. I'm sure in the classroom you can tell who 
who's not getting attention at home, so they ha- strive for it at school, you know. Right. Uh, so much to the point where, you know, it's a hindrance to the rest of the class or acting out just to get attention, even if it means getting in trouble. Pretty sure that's probably the same thing that's going on with these dogs. Like, uh, yeah. they don't get any attention. They get fed and they get kicked back out the door if they even get inside. Like, right. I don't I don't know. So they're just like... Just like people? Just voicing their, somebody hear me, somebody, somebody, somebody. Hey. hey. They just need to be pet, basically. They just need to be loved, I think. Yeah. Imagine that. Right. Well, uh... All we need is love. Um, Mrs. Bryan okay, so, is having to deal what? with our uh, attention seeker. She's oh, okay. having to... Uh, she's snuggled in the bed with her daughter. <laughs> okay, I completely understand. Um, all right, well, you know these these grinds my gears are just segueing nicely into each other, and I did oh, yeah. not even plan it like this. Yeah. Um, this leads me to my last grinds my gears of the evening. Um, while on the topic of dogs, um, what do you put your dog on when you take them for a walk if you're a gentleman? Uh, put them on a leash, a little bit of a harness oh, and oh, leash situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you put them on a leash. You put a dog on a leash because mm-hmm. a dog is not intelligent. Even uh, the most intelligent dog is like, knows 100 word commands or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, okay. Grinds my gears when people put their children on a leash. Like, yeah. for fuck's sake. Just keep up with them, right? Yes. Or, or don't take them to public places where you know this is a possibility of them running off into the crowd and whatever. Like, okay, I took my kids to the zoo today. Beautiful Saturday. Need to live these up while it's still uh, nice outside and not balls cold and nothing to do, and you've got seasonal depression because it sucks and everything's dead outside and it gets dark at four thirty. You know, trying to pretty well um, nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. That's winter in a nutshell. Um, saw three different kids on leashes. I'm sorry, okay? three. Yeah. Oh my god, that's disturbing. I like, and, uh. dude. And and the sad thing is, like, they try to like cute them up, like church them up, like Joe Dierte. Yeah. They like make it look like a backpack, you know, like a. Little uh, monkey backpack or something that's cute that also happens to have a tail that's nine feet long that's a leash. <laughs> it's like, call it what it is. You might as well put a fucking dog tag on the front of it. Like, And while you're at it, put a muzzle on your child. Do you not want them to talk or, <laughs> or bite or anything, too? Like, <laughs> put a collar on them, too. Like, don't, don't church it up with this little cutesy, oh, no. That's just Sally's backpack, and it's like, no, that's you being a terrible parent. And <coughs> not wanting to hold your kid's hand. I don't understand that. I, li- I love it when my daughter holds my hand when we go around places. It's great. Wow. It's Nothing better, dude. That's like the best parent feeling in the world. I love that, too. I, th- I think, you know why? Is because when I was growing up, my parents never held my hand. And, uh... <laughs> Good being. Hey, we are we're yeah. getting into some good stuff here. This is yeah. a therapy session tonight. Therapy session. Yeah. yeah. No, I was the youngest of three kids, so they were like, "Fuck it, whatever." We've already rolled the dice and didn't. What's your name again? Yeah, didn't crap out two times, so fuck it. I mean, Ryan, I you're, for your birthday party, you're having two kids over tonight, and you're eating pizza. That's, <laughs> That's it. what it was, man. That's what it was. 
I don't specifically remember my parents holding my hand, but I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. Oh, no. I just don't remember that. Maybe it was because my dad was too afraid of me growing up to be a sissy. He was like, fuck it. Don't hold anybody's hand. Don't touch other people. He did think you hold were hands a sissy for, for, for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he thought what? That theater minor got him, you know? Yeah. He, oh. He thought, he, he thought <laughs> he that was I had turned. What team you were playing for? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my pops. Always... Oh, man, there's that cough again. Oh, that's another thing. Whenever you're trying to laugh and share a good moment with somebody and then you just break into a cough fit and almost pass out. Yeah, grass my gears. Anyways. Well, you proved your pops wrong. <laughs> kind of, I guess. He's still he's still on the fence. Is he? Yeah, I've, I've talked to him. I, I understand how this works. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta have two kids before I can write you off as being heterosexual, right? Anybody <laughs> could do it once on accident. Okay, I guess. Well, hey, look at those gay politicians that get a wife and a child. <laughs> yeah, just so they can put a family picture on their little mailers that go out before election season. Yeah, Ted Cruz has two kids. What? What does that even mean? <laughs> that guy's clearly gay. Really? Ted? Yeah. Yeah, he's got two daughters, I think, or something. I don't fucking know. Who cares? Wow. Ted. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. And if if you're out there listening, you're like, I put all my kids on leashes and <laughs> they all turned into serial killers. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, I don't know. And also, here's another thing. Uh, last December, I don't know if you recall, um, brought the whole fam dam down to the Dallas Metroplex because uh, I was down there for work for a couple of days, and I was like, hey, might as well make a weekend out of it, and we end up going to the Fort Worth Zoo. Yeah. Okay, that day, saw a girl on a leash, okay? Uh-huh. She was seven. Oh, God. Oh, that's way too old to be on a leash. I mean, not that you well, yes. shouldn't be on a leash, yeah, period. Not, so not that you shouldn't get on a leash, period, but seven? They can walk on their own and pretty much, you know, make it. I know this because uh, we got like we're like kind of awkwardly like around each other for like a good portion of it because you know it kind of yeah. just like leads you from one exhibit to the next and you're like, yeah. um, and she this leashed uh, girl, this tethered um, animal, girl. if you will, yeah. yeah, this pit bull on a chain, um, <laughs> this pit bull with pigtails shared the same name as my daughter, oh. and so at one of the exhibits you know it's like oh that's my name you know or that's our daughter's name and you know and then she's like well how old is she and you're like oh she's you know how old is she she's seven. Oh my god he's like oh, i'm sorry you said seven what is that in dog years 49 yeah like, by seven this you're wasn't... in school you're you have friends you're making connections dude yeah i'm not this girl is not helen keller either like you know there was no obvious reason that she needed to be on a tight leash, like, you know, oh, no, Helen might accidentally wander into the uh, lion exhibit if we don't have her on a leash. No. Like, this girl was fully... Fully developed. She was functioning, cognitive of what was happening around her. Parker. Uh, Parker. I think we lost Parker. What happened? Oh, no. Do we mute? What happened, Parker? I can't see. Can you hear me? 
Oh, God. Oh, God. Parker, can you hear me? Yeah, Yentl. Okay, stop <laughs> cheering for... A little Barbra Streisand? Barbra Streisand. Parker, I don't know what's gap. I don't know what's happening. Let's see if my speakers are working. Yep, I should be able to hear you. What's going on, Parker? Park City, Utah. Oh, Parker's left the call. <laughs> okay. Well, Parker can hear me. He's going to try to log back in. But, Whatever happened to Frank? Uh, I guess the uh, fourth course is coming in now, <laughs> shy of midnight. Hello. Uh, Ayo. You there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Did he drop again? I heard him for a second. I did too. I heard, I heard a hello. It sounded like the it was like a smoky Adele that came through. Definitely, it was nice. Yeah. Oh wait, I heard a I heard a sigh. Oh Parker, check your old. Oh he left. Damn. All right, maybe we can try it one more time before we before we uh, cast out of here. Oh, we can cover this real quick. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Brian, what uh, are you are you on your second wine? I have been finished with my second wine for quite some time. Well, I have your other wine here in the beer fridge. Why didn't you drink it? Hello. Because I feel that water would be my safest bet. And you came up and took an L. Parker, are you back? Can you hear me? Oh my god, loud, but yes. That's fine, I can deal with that. Okay. I was a little... ...on the mic. Oh. Much better. Okay. Anyhow. Okay, well... Sorry about that. Had no some technical difficulties there. We were uh, we were just chatting about where uh, Mrs. Brian was in her wine venture tonight, and she decided to take an L and uh, not drink any more wine. But it's mainly mm. because she had two pretty good sized margaritas before we started the cast tonight. When I say pretty good size, I've been making some uh, fresh lime, fresh margaritas. Nice. And uh, I make them rather strong. Are you a uh, on-the-rocks kind of gal? Yes, most definitely. Yeah, that's where it's at. She doesn't play games. She I'm not trying to get a slushy. No. I could try to water it down, too? No, get the no. hell out of here with that shit. I'm not trying to get a brain freeze, interrupt my <laughs> yeah. my drinking on. Yeah. What is this? Is this 7-Eleven? What am I, in a freaking daiquiri bar? <laughs> Sonic happy hour. Damn. Yeah. What am I, in freaking high school? No. Give me this shit on the rocks. Let's do this thing. What are you drinking, Brian? Are you still on that uh, scotch? Well, yeah, I switched over to scotch. I'm drinking uh, Sheldig uh, Isla. Isla scotch out of that northern region. Hmm. It's peaty and smoky. All right. So uh, Sheldig is a uh, is a house brand for Total Wine and & More. And when you see it, they have different regions of Sheldig. They have uh, Isla and Speyside. The like Isla, like I S L A, I S L A Y. Yep. So, like if you hear someone say Isla, they don't know what the hell they're doing. It's Isla. Okay. So there, yeah. There's Isla and Speyside. The Speyside is going to be your Glens, your uh, Glenfiddich, your Glenlivet, Glenmorangies. That's Speyside uh, Scotch. So it's going to be fruity, butterscotchy, and, uh, and delicious. Uh, but the Isla Scotch, that's going to be your Petey. Those are your smoke bombs that you get. The Lafroigs, the Boonahabans, the Ardbegs. 
Now, this is this from Sheldeg is none of those. This is very much the budget line version of all peaty smoky whiskey, but it's not it's terribly best bad. choice brand. Yeah, basically, it's Equate Scotch. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not terrible. It's not great either. Um, Does but, it say anywhere on the labels like compared to active ingredients in Glenfiddich? Basically, yeah, it's like compared to active <laughs> ingredients in Lafroy Junior Edition. It's 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 definitely nothing to write home about. But for fifteen dollars a bottle, if you want to try to experience all things peat smoke. And single malt, like it's not a bad, not a bad adventure. The space side is actually crazy good because it, it, I have Glenlivet twelve that I've poured next to it, and while I can tell the difference, and I really can appreciate Glenlivet twelve, I really don't mind drinking. Like if I'm drinking this every day, or you know, in the afternoons when I get home from work, this is this is for fifteen dollars a bottle. This is well worth it. <laughs> Yeah, something tells me it's going to give you that same desired outcome you're looking for. Yeah, you get that nice, that nice fruity, butterscotchy little punch. I mean, it's not going to get, I mean, unless you're drinking a lot of it, you're not going to get shithoused, and you're not going to burn your throat out experiencing it. So, it's pretty good. Right on. I don't, I don't mind it at all. Well, I have moved to my third beer of the cast here. Um, beer... Out of Spartans, Spartanburg, South Carolina. The brewery is called R.J. Rockers Brewing Company, and okay. the beer is named Bellringer. It's a double pale ale. Yeah. So ringing in at eight percent alcohol by volume. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, finishing off strong. It's a nightcap. Sounds like it. Uh, what was your second beer? I don't know if you. I don't remember you saying. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't, actually. It was another one from that Blackstone out of uh, Nashville. It yeah. was a IPA. An IPA? Pretty good. Was it a single yeah. IPA? It was, yeah, there was just one I in the front, oh, yeah. yeah. So it was a SIPA, if you will. There you go, at NTX Beer. There mm, you go. That's good. He knows how to grind my gears by calling out SIPAs on Instagram. Hey, well, it is definitely a sip of NTX beer because it's coming in at 4.9. So oh, kind of like that all-day IPA out of Founders. So it's almost a session IPA, not a single IPA. So it's Well, a- the funny thing is is that the name of this beer is Session Player. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a session beer. Okay. Well. And it drank like it, too. Did it drink like a hop tea? Uh yeah yeah you could say that I, I guess it uh, it went down rather quick that's probably why uh, <laughs> I didn't even have time to announce it <laughs> you're just like hey I had a beer back there minutes ago it was yeah. really it was really here and there it was gone pretty quick I was like I could drink these all day oh million dollar idea right there have you gotten so let me ask you this and then we can wrap but. Uh, have you gotten any beers in those sampler packs that you've that you've had that you were like, God damn it, I just want to drink this all day, and now I can't buy it because it's not from around here? Like, have you found anything that you've just like wanted to drop everything and travel to that brewery? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. There's been a couple of them that it was like, holy fuck. Um, and of course, I can't think of them right now off the top of my head. Perfect. But, um, son of a bitch, am I gone again? No, you're there. 
Oh, yeah. I thought you said Parker. Like no, Parker, I said I said I said perfect. Like, oh, <laughs> you can't think of them right. Okay. I'm like ah, perfect timing. Yeah, no, um, but but you can order them because in each box, you know, I I think I've sent you a picture. Like there's a nice nicely done couple page um, flyer, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. It's not a pamphlet. It's actually like nice cardstock. And it tells you about the brewery, like the history of the brewery and like some of the other beers in their portfolio and um, where they're from, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, there's always an order form. So if you really dig one, you can straight up order a 12-pack or whatever, you know, um, and have that directly sent to you from the brewery. Well, so that's, that's freaking awesome. I thought they were just sending you stuff like just teasing you nonstop. They're just like, here you go, get a little taste. You're never going to get this again. <laughs> yeah, that would be some shit that I, would, uh, that I would find myself in. Yeah, no, it, no, it's um, it's pretty cool. Like, I, I haven't done that yet. Now, probably because the price for said 12-pack well, is... That's what I was going to ask. Is it like 30 bucks a 12-pack for shipping and everything? Yeah, yeah, I think it's 30, 35, 40 bucks depending on, you know what kind of beer it is and probably also where it's coming out of uh, yeah. for shipping. Uh, it's pretty pricey. So you got to be real, uh, real gung ho about that beer, I guess, to, to dive in 40 bucks for a 12 pack. Well, essentially that's what I'm about to do with, uh, some Instagram beer trades to get Mrs. Brian's favorite beer for yes. in time for Christmas. It'll be okay. roughly $40 12 pack. Which but is, it is the best beer in the whole world. Uh-huh. What is that beer? Christmas Ale from Great Lakes Brewing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's her favorite. She literally, every time we go someplace and they have a Christmas beer or a uh, a spiced English ale, or an English, you know, spiced English strong ale, she brings up Great Lakes Christmas Ale every single it's like Christmas in a bottle. It literally brings a tear to your eye. Yeah, Sting, the police need to rewrite the song called Christmas in a Bottle. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> About that beer. Yeah. Dude. Oh, that was one of the greatest songs on Guitar Hero. <laughs> Shit, yeah, it was. Man, I fucking love that song. Dude, you get a whale on that song. And it was like eight minutes long, too. <laughs> well, speaking of eight minutes long, um, I think it's about that time that we hit that wrap-up music. What do you think? Yeah, and we all collectively say, fuck you, Frank. Oh, for sure. Frank can fuck off tonight. So thank you, each and every one of you, for joining us uh, on a special Last Call episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, I I had a blast. I know Mrs. Brian has just been... She's been bubbly the whole the whole time. Been super happy. Definitely. definitely didn't go take a nap with our daughter halfway through the cast. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was a pleasure having you on, babe. Appreciate you. I'll let you do your sign out, but I, I just wanted to say thank you. And yes. uh, it was lovely being with you, and also with you, Mrs. Brian. It was lovely. Thanks for having <laughs> me on the show. Um, Parker, as always, thank you for being on, and uh, I'm glad you had some good good brews. I'm going to go take a sleep for like eight hours, hopefully. And it'll be glorious. Uh, Until next time, be sure to check out all of our uh, social media posts at 
No Beer Left Cast on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode of No Beer Left Behind. Okay? For Brian here in North Texas, I'm out. All right, go for it, Miss Brian. Oh, this is Mrs. Brian. Thank you for so much for having me on the cast. Um, I am sorry that I took a brief nap with our daughter. Uh, but it was a blast. I had fun. And, yeah, Frank sucks. So, anyway, yeah, have a wonderful evening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for, ha- uh, thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks for having us on your podcast tonight, Mrs. Brian. Um, yeah, thanks for being on it. You know, it's always nice to talk to somebody other than Brian. Uh, just throwing that out there. No, I love you, Brian. Um, I just wanted to say I'm so happy um, to see you know that the Catholic Church is making such great strides to rid their uh, centuries-old problem. Um, you know, over there in where South Carolina, wherever it's at, just doing. Doing God's work right there, I'm telling you what. Um, For Parker in Tulsa, I love you all. I'm out.